This is Public Breakdown. We're back for a second season, or third, after a long COVID hiatus, and it's no longer just me, Julie Lesko, and your co-host, Haley Boot. This time, we have a newcomer. Angela Maladovich. Angela, say something. Hey, um, I'm Angela. So happy to be a part of this show. I feel like I was around in the background for the first one to potentially two seasons um and so i'm excited to be sharing the spotlight with my two babes and we all know (laughs) that julie and i don't share the spotlight easily so we're so glad to have angela on i'm Haley boot (laughs) we're live respectively from new york and philadelphia the greatest city in our our nation and we're excited to be here folks we're excited to jumpstart this new adventure and we're going to start off today with a conversation about new beginnings about change and how all of our lives have changed our generation has gone through such interesting sort of mix of experiences graduating during covid starting a career during covid changing a career during covid working remotely for the first time and so we're gonna have a fleshed out conversation about that but first angela what is your favorite pizza topping um i think i have to go basic here and just say pepperoni all right if it's not She's a classic it's girl not broke don't fix it don't mess with the classics julia I like a good I like a good mushroom. I'll say it. If I have to just pick one. But that's also just saying that even plain pizza is pretty good. So I could go with most most toppings. I agree. Plain, salt and pepper, nothing beats that. Close second, pineapple. Ooh, Read them and weep, okay. folks. Read them and weep. I think that this really shows our personalities and I'm glad that it's shining through. <laughs> Well, Ange, let us know. So have you had an experience with firefighters recently? Yeah. So speaking of, um, you know, just what what's going on in our lives, whatever happened this weekend, crazy thing happened to me this week and I'm packing up my apartment and you know how it is when you're packing, like stuff's just everywhere. Like my clothes, everything's all over the floor, all of my dog stuff all over. And then I take a break from packing to relax, unwind, read a couple pages of a good book. I'm sitting on my couch and all of a sudden I just smell like my entire apartment's on fire. <laughs> so <No. laughs> I thought that's not good. That's not good. So then I walked around my whole apartment. I unplugged like everything. Nothing was plugged in. Like I didn't have my straightener plugged in, my ironing board, nothing. Nothing was plugged in. And it still smelled like something was on fire. So I called my building's emergency maintenance line. And naturally, as any good Philadelphia building rental company, it goes to voicemail boxes full. And so I, I called my mom and because I'm 23 and still don't know what to do. And she said to call the fire department. So I called the fire department. I literally dialed 911 for the first time like ever in my existence. And I was just like, hey, my apartment smells like something's on fire. And they just, like, sent firemen to my house. I had to, like, open the front door and, like, walk them to my apartment. And I was like, hey, it just, like, smells like something's on fire. I don't see a fire. I don't really know. But it smells bad. And so this man walks in my apartment with his two buddies. 
and they're just like walking all I had to like pull everything out of my closet so they could like look at my air conditioning unit thing they're like stepping all over the floor stepping on like my underwear that are like screwed <laughs> about my room like trying to not step on them but like their boots were so large it was just really a traumatic experience and I'd also like to highlight that my dog didn't even bark at them like there were three strange men in my apartment and he just like sniff them and then like that was it maybe it's because you let them in maybe he looks up to you right i don't know i feel like that was so out of character for him but i'm a little alarming but yeah so that was like traumatizing for me um but great weekend all and all other than that and everything's fine your apartment's fine well theoretically yes i left for multiple days immediately after that so as far as i know the building has not gone up in flames but i haven't been back to check but I can update you on that in a couple days. Well, that's good. That's good. I also had an interesting experience with uh, firefighters and my dog. Viewers, uh, or listeners, I should say. My house burnt down last year. Um, (laughs) So, unfortunately, unfortunately, sadly, um, rest in peace to that house and my things. But the firefighters, like, loved my dog so much that they, like, they all took a picture with him. Like, while my house was burning down. Like, <laughs> an entire precinct or whatever. I don't know. Are you serious? Yeah, like, um, the firefighters. The job wasn't done yet? Maybe the job was done. I think there was still smoke happening. Took I feel a picture like that's like a meme. With my dog in front of my burning house. And that picture exists somewhere. Someone has it. I'd love it. I'd love to pay for it. If you have it, uh, call me uh, at 855-3535. I won't tell you the area code. I think we should find that photo and make it our cover photo for this show. They're like holding him in the air. And a Christmas card. (laughs) He's a star. He is a star. Listeners, Joe the dog is... One of the sweetest dogs that I've ever met. And some may call him an oil... No, I'm not going to say that. But he looks a lot like an oil barrel. <laughs> Tan, golden. Joe's very... Tan, golden, oil barrel. Uh, Julia, what what did you get up to this weekend? Any fires? <laughs> no fires. Hopefully, hopefully not. Um, This past weekend, I hung out or FaceTimed a lot of friends. And that was fun. I saw the movie Nope, Jordan Peele's new mm. movie. She was kind of crazy. Real review, eh. Started out pretty scary. I thought it was gonna be scary, and then it took a different turn than expected. And then I was like, ah, okay. But watched that and had a great time. But haven't been in the movies in a while, and movie theaters are great. And I actually don't think movies are gonna go anywhere. It's pretty fun to go to a movie theater. What do you guys think? I agree. I think, like, I feel like I didn't go for so long that I just forgot what it was like to be in a movie theater. And I think that there's some movies that, like, are just better in a theater. Mm -hmm. Like, I recently saw the new Top Gun movie, and, like, that I felt like would not be the same, like, watching it just at home on a streaming service. Like, I feel like being in the theater, like, just so loud, like, you know, in my, like, reclining chair, there's, like, something about that. Yeah, I totally agree. My boyfriend actually made grew, shaved his beard into a mustache after seeing Top Gun. I think that there's no greater experience than movie theater popcorn. I 
I love popcorn. It's my snack of choice. I love it. Um, I have a whole variety of different flavorings to put on popcorn. A whole sort of way of making it. Movie movie popcorn is one of the best. And that's what like the big draws. Like isn't that how they make their money? Like isn't it all in like yeah, concessions? concessions? Yeah. yeah. And you know what they're doing now? They asked me in the concession line what movie I was going to see. They're tying the revenue. There, there's someone, there's an analyst. Oh, wow. There's some analyst somewhere who is like, who are the fattest people going to the movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I think we're going to jump into the theme for today, which is new beginnings, change, and, and how we view them and how we're operating under these present circumstances. Julia, what has changed the most for you in the past two years? Literally every single aspect of my life is completely different (laughs) in ways I really didn't expect. And adjusting to a career is one thing. Adjusting to a career online is another thing. And thought that was very new. Now we recently returned to the office. So now going to the office is kind of new and just continually trying to think about how much, how, like what a job is supposed to look like. And there's no such thing as perfect jobs, but then also trying to enjoy what I spend a lot of my time doing more. So that's like some of the things that I've been thinking about, at least in like the job space, but I've moved to different cities. I I now live with my boyfriend and you know, that's very different and new. So I've been like learning a lot of things myself I don't know it's kind of tough being a young adult yeah I think that that is all very valid and I feel like over the past two years since graduating I feel like it's just been nothing but new beginnings for like so many people in so many ways multiple times like I feel like I've begun and ended things so many times whether it be career versus school or like you know literally anything like that moving back and forth and I feel like it gives you time to like really think about what you want like out of each new beginning. Yeah, this show is dedicated to um, all the college students that had to move at least four times per year, clearing out their dorm, coming back to their dorm, clearing that out again, going to their summer intern location, <laughs> which may have may may or may not have been like a habitable home. <laughs> And then back to their dorm. I know I slept on Angela's floor. I don't know about you guys. I was just thinking about that. I was just going to say, Haley, do you remember the time you slept on my floor for a month in the summer? You basically had to relocate all of your stuff to my floor in my bedroom. I fit though. Did I not? Not large. I made myself fit. That was a new uh, Good God. I just curled up really. I I was in the fetal position every night. (laughs) So that <laughs> to minimize the space me and the, the mouses oh could share could share Wait. the same space and do you do you remember that you, you were staying in my apartment on the floor that one that time that like whatever blew up in philly like you know things blow up periodically oh in my philly, god and the whole house like shook and then we saw like a spark philadelphia gas works like the plant yeah. just like blew up I totally forgot about yeah. this. 
you weren't awake, right? And I was no, awake, and I literally <laughs> thought that <laughs> you were like Angela. <laughs> I thought an aliens had come and your door was rattling as if someone was like trying to open it and all you saw was orange bright orange coming in from the window and I remember thinking like this is it like I'm just looking at this door rattling there's bright orange in from the window Angela's peacefully sleeping I feel like I have memory of you, like, getting up and, like, locking the door. Like, as if, like, <laughs> as if there was someone knocking on the door that was trying to get in. It was just the gas works <laughs> blowing up. <laughs> I definitely thought oh it was over for all of us. <laughs> it says a lot that I didn't wake you up. Yeah. Like, I think I got woken up at some point throughout the experience because I have memory of, like, you speaking to me <laughs> while this was happening. But yeah, that was a good one. That was a good, a classic Philadelphia incident. <laughs> good Philly summer. <laughs> yeah. Julia, you and I also had a few interesting summers. I remember sleeping on a mattress in the dead summer of Washington, D.C. with no air conditioning on the top floor of a hot house with like maybe seven people sharing one fridge (laughs) just simmer on that visual being an unpaid intern at the senate at the state department at the sec it looks glamorous it's not folks (laughs) it's not glamorous (laughs) holding a cup of ice cubes (laughs) praying (laughs) that will help you through the night (laughs) i remember i used to when the ac broke the AC broke three times. I would take a towel and I'd wet it in the shower and I'd lay it over me. <laughs> because there was no other way to sleep in, like, I'm from Florida. I've never been in so hot a house in my life. Opening the windows only makes it worse somehow. It was crazy. Yeah, DC, super, just super gross. Like, really, when you get down to it, like, it's... It's it's people, it's weather, it's culture. Can't find a single family-owned restaurant in, in the entire zip code, I think. Like, just... Is this just a DC hate podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Philly is far superior to DC in so many ways. And I feel like everyone knows it. Yeah, and if you don't know it, then you're... You're probably either a part of the problem or you've never been to Philly correctly. I agree. But I think, guys, you know, we had to do that. Like, we had to do all these different things, like move a million and one times. Angela, do you think it's made you more resilient? Like, do you think you're, like, ready for anything? I want to say yes. I I think it definitely has helped. But I feel like there's just something about being in your mid-20s and I feel like every like lesson you learn you just forget at like the age of 24 through like 26 and I think it'll come back to me eventually and like I do think that like those lessons and like those memories are there but at the same time I feel like I almost feel like like turning 24 and like officially entering the mid-20s was, like, this new beginning of, like, I'm having a quarter-life crisis and I don't even remember how to, like, deal with anything. I'm really glad you said that. (laughs) 
I feel like I've forgotten everything. Like, I used to be so on top of everything, and there were all of these activities that we had to do in college, and then in the summer, and you had to be extremely on top of things, and you had to be extremely organized, and I feel like I've forgotten all of that. Like, I feel like I just forgot everything, as if I haven't even done it. Yeah, hopefully it comes back, I mean. And it's like, I think about, like, the person who was doing that stuff. I look at that person from, like, the third person point of view. I don't even look through my own eyes at those memories anymore. I feel like I'm seeing myself as who I am now and, like, looking back on that. It's, like, an out-of-body experience, and I'm just like, how was that even happening? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, even high school, right? I think about, like, what I was doing in high school, which was, like, working 15 to 20 hours a week doing three sports, you know, not at the same time, but at least one sport at any given time. President of, like, I don't know how many high school clubs, AP classes. Like, what was I doing? What was I? I wasn't even doing. I was operating fully on vibes. I did not even have caffeine. Like, who (laughs) was that? (laughs) And it feels like... There was so much drive. It feels like we still had fun, too. Like... Oh, yeah. I don't remember being in high school thinking I'm spending all my time on, like, like, stuff that's not fun. Like, I remember that I was having a very fun time. Yeah. And I feel that way about college, too. Like, I still had a very fun time. Like, there... I can't even, like, pinpoint a day when I think, oh, I wish I, like, you know, didn't... Wasn't studying that day and was, like, somewhere else. I'm sure there was, but it clearly was not consequential enough for me to remember it. Yeah. I, like, think college was hard, but, like, I also thought I did have fun, though. I'm like, at least this is, like, interesting, and, like, this is, like, I'm having a good time. Yeah, I remember it that way, too. I have no, and, oh my god, and your calendar would be full from, like, 8.30 a.m. to, like, 11.30 p.m., like, every night, every single night, doing stuff. It was crazy. Don't know who she was. (laughs) she's a different person (laughs) she's a different person now she is absolutely a different person yeah like i'm i have to take my dog for like two walks a day that's hard like (laughs) who am i (laughs) i struggle to do the bare minimum like if i work from nine to five i'm like oh my god like you really have done it (laughs) If any psychologists are listening, uh, feel free to just reach out to us. Are we burnt out? What's going on here? Are we, have we, were we actually struggling and we didn't realize it? Is this now the repercussions of that struggling? Or are we just, is this old age? Like, are we, should I be on a new vitamin? (laughs) Let us know. (laughs) I love vitamins. I think that there also is something to be said about like, you know, like there's the transition from like high school to college. And I feel like that is like, yeah, it's like different and not seamless and definitely like takes time. But I think the transition to from college to postgrad in the midst of a global pandemic was just jarring in a way that also felt very anticlimactic at the same time. And I, I almost feel like like high school to college, you're experiencing like this huge change. And it's like very evident to you that everything is like changing. I feel like going from postgrad to or from like college to postgrad was like, I thought I was gonna feel this like huge change, but then we just like slipped into it because of like, not like COVID and everything. But I feel like it was almost more jarring. 
and almost like a harder of a new beginning to adapt to. Yeah, I totally feel that. So many things were just, oh, your college graduation? That's uncertain. Could anyone name another (laughs) time a college graduation would be uncertain? I feel like Penn said like literally the only time in history was World War II or something. In the 264 commencements that they had. It was us and World War II, the only ones that got like canceled. Yeah, and I mean, we had, all of us had a lot of friends who had like lost job offers, right? And had to move back home. You envision like, I don't know, an exciting post-grad life in like New York, San Francisco. And then it's just like... You think you're going to go on a trip. You think you're going to like start your job, move in somewhere. None of that. None of that could happen. And what ends up happening is, like, you either, like, move back home with your parents or you're, like, in a temporary... I mean, I remember I tried to find, like, a temporary living uh, situation because just things were so uncertain. I didn't know what city I would be living in. And so it's, like, you you have to be adaptable. But at the same time, this is a new stage in your life that started off on really shaky ground. Right. We didn't have a lot of the carelessness and like the lightheartedness that other people in their early 20s got to experience like the first two years post-grad you know I mean some people tried to have that and you know I hope them and their family members are okay like I remember like seeing people like vacation I'm like how did they get there how did they get there when you started seeing the vacation pictures yeah that was something I feel like people started to vacation that summer too Like, at least nearby. Like, I feel like people were at the beach and stuff. But, yeah. So, would you guys say, like, do you feel as though you find yourself trying to make up for that lost time and, like, where you are now? Or do you just think it's past and you're you're just going? I think I need to make up for that lost time. I feel like I spent this time mostly working from home. I'm now coming to realize that I'm not sure if I want to spend more time in this specific role um, at my company. And I, like, like really wanted to, like, I don't know. I've done what I can to, like, see how I can make it change. But that's how it it is. So (laughs) I'd leave it there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I think that... I don't know if I'm making up for lost time. I did, I envision my first Halloween post-grad with, like like, a job and, like, enough expendable income to, like, get a really, really crazy outfit... Did I envision it giving away candy to kids on my block through a 10-foot shoot? No. Like, I didn't. At the same time, am I gearing up and ready to, like, party all night this Halloween and, like, get totally wasted? Like, no. I don't know that I am. (laughs) You know? Like, it's almost as though I've had the, like... I've already had the mid-20s, late-20s, whatever experience of, I just want to, like, vibe and go to happy hour and, like, you know, do fun things, things that I find fun, but maybe not party all night. It's almost like I'm going to be repeating that. Like, I'm I'm still doing that. It's like I skipped all of the early 20s debauchery. I don't know that I feel as though I missed out. Maybe I just skipped it. Maybe I'll be 65 with a host of regrets. I don't know. 
picking up what I was gonna say is that I think I did yeah I think I've done the like later 20s maybe or like more settled stuff for the last two years and I feel like I do want to try some more things while I am still this age and no I didn't really get to do them over the last two years and I kind of settled into this go to work you're home you cook like not too many fun things because you couldn't go out and see people but now that that that's like all okay and everything I think I am trying to I do want to more consciously like acknowledge the fact that I am 24 and like there are things I can do right now and I don't have certain responsibilities so I should like take more advantage of that like I had to live kind of like as a more grown-up person not being able to do stuff because of COVID before and so now I want to try new things so that is something I'm thinking about. Angela what about you? Yeah I I feel like it's like there's just been like this lag of things that have built up that I've been like you know wanting to do that I like have been slowly chipping away at and trying to like get myself back up to like catch up to where I feel like I am and I I think that way mostly just in like the trips that I had planned you know when we think about we were supposed to graduate and go on these like crazy post-grad trips like I just last month finally got to go on my post-grad trip the second one insert and so I feel like yeah (laughs) and so I feel like that backlog of just things I want to do and like trying to squeeze them now into like a shorter time frame that I feel like I have to do them even though like I know I still have time I'm not getting like that old anytime soon it's just like trying to catch up with where I feel like I theoretically would have been had I been able to like do the things I wanted to do in a timely manner yeah I mean I also feel like having something new like really invigorates me and you know in an aside I found that like right buying new clothes I love it I don't know why I love getting the package I love trying it on I wear it once if that if that and then I just don't and so (laughs) I actually got into like renting my clothes because it's seriously more cost effective but in the same vein like I'm like a new job a new apartment a new city I like I love that like it like gives me so much energy but I'm also trying this new thing where I do not become emotionally involved in my work my work is a nine to five that I sign off of and exit all thoughts of immediately and even exit thought of thoughts of during that aren't related specifically to deliverables (laughs) I think that's healthy just turn your stuff in just turn it in and get it done that's what you're there for get it done with and then you know it's a contract it's your time after that i agree angela how has um working for you this summer been sort of i know you're in school yeah i think it's been like really like honestly eye-opening to i I feel like i alluded to this at the beginning but i feel like i've just had so much new literally new every couple months in like my career space which I think is can be exciting but can also be like really scary and like very daunting because it's almost like you can't like the more you keep starting a new thing you don't have time to even feel figure out if you liked the thing you did before and so I feel like it's been tough to like go from college to even like junior year of college to a summer internship to senior year of college to a full-time job for one year to back in school for one year to an internship that now more closely resembles the full-time job I had before school, to then starting school again in the fall. It's, like, very, like, 
I feel like I'm almost living like Groundhog's Day, but like every like couple months. And I think although new can be exciting, I think it's it's been tough. Like, you know, just trying to go from you have to be like a very different mindset for all of those things. And I think that has been something I haven't quite nailed down yet. And I think that I've been trying to find things that can be like a constant throughout each new if that makes sense so like you know you have a new beginning but like there's something that you've been doing through this whole time like the same friends the same hobbies like that kind of keep you into like this is still me it's just like a new facet of my life yeah I think that's great and I think it's important to do that and like keep yourself tethered to like this like underlying person that you are through all these different experiences um because sometimes I think you can like try on a lot of things and then kind of forget which one if you like over identified with some of those things you can kind of forget like which one you liked the most or like that you aren't your identity as a student or as like a certain kind of worker or whatever so I think that that's good yeah I think it's great I mean I feel like I'd love to do that but like who am I you know right not to get too like, philosophical what is, the th- what is the thing that keeps you you throughout all the new yeah yeah I made a joke a few years ago that like I, like every two to three years I have completely reinvented myself and like you know I still kind of feel like it's true and we're just waiting to see who this like this version of Haley is gonna be I, like in high school I was like straight A cheerleader make your generalizations there and then I like went to college <laughs> and I became like craft beer loving I think both of you have just what did you describe me as boho boho what is it boho chic was it boho chic like, tension No, someone used the word grunge once. I remember. (laughs) I don't remember what in what context. Someone used the word grunge. (laughs) Only drank. Soft grunge. Nine percent beers. Only listened to like indie rock music, and then now I've become some sort of flower hippie, colorful person. And we're just gonna see who's next. Add it to the rotation. You have to rebrand every couple years, or else you're. You'll get bored. Look at Beyonce. Yeah, stay fresh. Look at Taylor Swift. Look at Britney. The girlies know. The girlies do know. I vividly remember in college when I tried to rebrand myself, when I stopped wearing, like... That one sweater. <laughs> I truly find, like, two items of clothing that I like and just wear them for, like, four years. But I think I, think I more recently have had a really... No. I was going to say successful rebrand, but I don't think that's true. I think I've had a moderately successful journey into buying more than two sweaters and wearing them at a time. I think I've improved there for sure. But I think that that's truly thanks to like the influencer culture that I think is bigger now than it was when we were in college. Like people, I literally just see people in photos wearing things and then I just buy them. (laughs) And I used to never do that. Like I used to just own like a couple things now I just buy them if they look good on other people and like sometimes they look good on me and sometimes they don't but like I think that's the beauty of the new culture that we're in yeah 
I definitely am influenced a lot. I think, though, I'm, like, not really influenced with little things. I'm influenced with big purchases, which is probably definitely <laughs> marketers listening worse. <laughs> like, I was influenced to, well, I didn't buy the Dyson Airwrap, but I was <laughs> given the Dyson Airwrap. <laughs> and, yeah, like, it works great. I don't know. I was influenced, though. I was watching those videos. I watched those videos for months. I was, like, it was, like, I was planning. It's like I was, like, <laughs> studying, taking notes, just waiting for the day. Waiting for the day I could do it on my own hair. So, um, this is this is not sponsored by Dyson. It would We would love for it to be. So, again. <laughs> yeah, Dyson, if you're hearing this, Haley has an air wrap. I have a Dyson vacuum cleaner that I love very much. <laughs> we fully support Dyson-branded products. <laughs> and are comfortable using jargon in everyday life. <laughs> Julia, what's a Dyson product that you love? You know, I'm so ready to be gifted, <laughs> say, a Dyson product. I don't have any Dyson products. I'm a sucker for jewelry, for Instagram jewelry ads. Like, I just see them, I'm like, this is this is what I need to convey to the world. I'm beautiful, delicate, and sophisticated. I'm like, this is what I need. <laughs> and if it has pearls on it, I'm like, my birthstone? I'm like, no. So they really get me there. Or I definitely at least, I open every single one and I'll scroll. I'll go look and I'm like, I'm giving them the numbers on the data analytics that they want. I did open the link. That's how they get me. I remember when both of you made fun of me for clicking on the ads. They break you. You both, I would like this to go in the record that both of these people made fun of me for clicking on Instagram ads. I remember. Now I like, I struggle to not click on Instagram ads. I was like, they got to know me. I'm like, it feels good. <laughs> it's like that rush, that rush of like, this could be mine. This is a new thing. This is like what we're searching for, right? Again, psychologists, I please, I implore you to get in touch. I feel like we can literally do an entire 40 minutes on like influencer culture. We totally can. Like, there's so much to unpack. So much. There's a lot, but this is not that 40 minutes. Right. We're talking about new beginnings. Um, but it's a little bit about that, right? Like, you know, the new thing. It's new. It's great. It, it... There's some false promised new beginnings. You think the thing you're seeing on the Instagram ad is what you're looking for, is the new beginning. I buy it. I'll buy it. No, I'm still the same me. Nothing's different. But I do have those earrings now. Yeah. Everything has not changed. I think it feels a little different, like, the first time you wear them. But then after that, you're just like, okay. And that's why we should all get a subscription to Rent the Runway. Uh, my promo code is XXYYZZ. <laughs> <laughs> this is also not sponsored by Rent the Runway. I just want to say I'm so happy to be doing this podcast with you guys. These girls are my best friends. And, you know, I think friendships that start freshman year of college and continue, we're like six years strong, guys. How do you guys feel about that? Wow, that is crazy. That is like, it, it feels like ages ago, but also like yesterday. Like, it's like, I look at like our old photos and I just think, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> like six years is a long time. It is. We've gone through so many changes. So many life events that, like, I'm really glad we've had each other for. Yeah. It's been beautiful. And this podcast is going to do a little bit of talking about those things and talking about 
our lives, but also talking about things that are just like relevant to young people at this time. And I'm excited to do it with you too. Yay, me too. Same. I'm so excited to have so many public breakdowns with you guys. <laughs> Quick note, Julia, should we tell the story about how public breakdown came to be? What are you gonna you 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 go? Yeah, you I tell think the that's story. a great story to end on. So I think you should take it away. Yeah. So public breakdown was a radio show. Uh, Julia and I were radio DJs on WQHX Radio at um, an unnamed college in Philadelphia. And um, we did a little talk show called Public Breakdown live from the Seltzer Family Studio every Sunday night at 10 p.m. And it was a great experience. We had guests. We had we had friends, um, strangers, uh, and just interviewed them, talked to them about specific things. And... Uh, we were, you know, just shooting the shit in a Starbucks trying to think of a name for this radio show that we had both been inspired to start. And, you know, we didn't know what to name it. We were, like, saying some dumb things, some <laughs> dumb ideas we had written down. Then I spilled my coffee all over myself. I spilled, <laughs> I spilled it on my laptop. I dropped my laptop on the ground. <laughs> I couldn't bring it back up. And I said, Julia, I'm having a public breakdown right now. And it's that level of sophistication and chaos that we aim to emulate every single day. Um, So it's been great. Incredible message. It's been a great 45 minute, folks. Uh, I've been Haley Boot. I'm Julia Lesko. I'm Angela Malinovich. Thanks for uh, listening in on Public Breakdown.